It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're being joined here by Oklahoma defensive lineman Jonah Laulu. Jonah, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a great day out here uh, here in Dallas. I mean, a lot of new faces that have uh, and some familiar faces, and I mean, it's been really fun and a great experience for me personally. You, you know, you guys are look. We're all here late right now. This is technically we're all putting an OT right now. All right? <laughs> so ask them for some extra dough for this because we're, we're grinding. We're grinding extra here. You've got an interesting connection too. You've played in Provo when you're you're a grad. You're a transfer yes, sir. Uh, guy from Hawaii, and you played in Provo when they played Hawaii there. And uh, you've also got a bunch of family in in Utah as well. Uh, tell us about those connections and and how did you get end up at Oklahoma, man? So uh, out of high school, well, it's pretty funny. My mom is originally from New Zealand, and she moved to uh, Utah back when she was 14, uh, back in the 80s. And, um, you know, she had a very interesting transition uh, there. I, I compare her to uh, Greece, if you've seen that movie, I compare her to uh, Sandy. You know, she, she <laughs> Sandy D. Yeah, she, she, my mom did. She, my mom was just like Sandy. She used to wear, you know, like uh, those long dresses, skirts, and then she got her first pair of jeans, for, literally from her friend at school when she came here, to, uh, came to Utah. And so, uh, you know, I heard a lot of funny stuff about that. And then we always <laughs> go back and forth to Utah uh, when I was younger. A lot of my family's in Salt Lake, but that's literally right by Provo. I mean, and I mean, growing up. Uh, uh, I have a lot of Mormon family uh, and a lot of family out there in Utah for sure. Um, Auntie Mona, she lives out there. She'd be mad if I didn't say something about her for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got we played uh, BYU back in 2018 and then uh, either 2020 or 2019 in the in the bowl game in the, in the Hawaii yep. Bowl and back, back when it was Zach Wilson's last season, yeah. I think. So your thoughts and expectations going back to Provo now with uh, Oklahoma that's got to be kind of a full circle interesting and exciting time for you yeah especially uh, how many tickets you're going to be responsible for I'm going to need a lot of tickets for that game you're going to go to the freshman and start pulling freshman tickets yeah I'm taking everybody's tickets (laughs) because nobody nobody has people over there in Utah and I mean nobody I don't think anybody's going to come to that game like uh, a lot of teammates I don't think their families are going to go to that game especially if it's super cold Um, but I'm going to have so many family and friends there uh, from Vegas and then just from Salt Lake. Uh, and, I mean, I know a lot of BYU fans. I actually have a friend on the BYU team, uh, Camden Garrett. We went to the same high school. He he just uh, transferred there from uh, Weber State, actually. And I used to ha- have a good friend on there. He played corner, I- Isaiah Heron. He, he graduated. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that was my good friend. And, uh, it's, it's you know, it's just a lot of history uh, with uh, BYU and, uh, and a lot of fans and obviously my family over there. So I'm, I'm very excited for that game talked about that being november 18th it's gonna yeah. be cold yeah. and nobody's nobody's afraid of that norman though everybody gets it coming from oklahoma right nah yeah that it, i've got to have to prepare my teammates for uh us going there november 18th it's gonna be cold for sure what how many tickets do they give you on a what I mean, games. Uh, so NCAA, for yeah, us back it's then. like four everybody gets four tickets so you do get four on the road yeah, yeah you're gonna need at least you're gonna at least 
what, 12, maybe 15 rookies? Yeah, I'm going to need a lot They're gonna of get it. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of tickets. 50 or 60, man, that was that was always my nightmare, trying to gather tickets for everybody that would come on the road. It was always difficult. Uh, talk about this Oklahoma team. Talk about your teammates. How are you guys feeling about your chances coming into the season? Uh, well, while we're speaking of Utah, we got a uh, transfer from Utah State uh, that was just in Utah. Phil Paella, he's uh, a new teammate. He just came in in June. Uh I mean, he's probably going to have a lot of people there, too, at that game. But, I mean, yeah, we have a lot of new faces here on this Oklahoma team uh, on the offensive side. Uh, we got, you know, new receivers, running backs. Man, we have a lot of great running backs. Um, uh, we got some new D linemen, literally like six new D linemen. Uh, we got a lot of new linebackers, DBs. And it's it's just been, a, you know, really fun and uh, cool to watch them, you know, adapt to this uh, program being with Coach Schmitty, you know the notorious strength and conditioning coach. Uh, you know because it's funny we were telling them before they were able to come work out with us. You know before you get cleared to play, obviously you have to wait so you get cleared when you transfer or when you're new. So you have to just watch the workouts and then just telling these new guys like, oh, like we're gonna do this with Schmitty. Like Schmitty's gonna make you do this, and then they're, they're like, no way. And that's like, oh no, yes, you're gonna do it, and, and so you know it's funny watching them, uh, you know, buy into what Schmitty's got us going because uh, you know I think I think Phil Phil uh, loves Schmitty the most for sure coming in uh, from Utah State he he's been loving Schmitty the most uh, with these workouts and these runs, um, but uh, yeah it's 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 really uh, fun and I'm very excited to watch these guys. You guys. Uh the standard isn't wasn't met last year in Norman. I mean, they the expectations you know at Oklahoma are astronomical every year, mm-hmm. and so how much you guys talk about that? Like the is there a kind of fresh start thought? I mean, obviously you coming in, you don't you go. Oh, I was that wasn't me though, man. I'm not I'm not dealing with this. But do you look at do you look at that and go and and how do you feel that from the fan base when you're down there and the and the pressure to be able to perform and and turn it around. I mean, yeah, we the fan base definitely expects the absolute best out of us, and which is what we've set the standard to be is our absolute best. And, I mean, so with these workouts and, you know, the offseason, spring ball, we've been, you know, harping off of what Coach V is saying and uh, focusing on finishing strong and starting these games off strong. And we need to be better in, you know, third and fourth downs on offense and defense. Uh, so, you know, we do a lot of – we've been doing a lot of situational football uh in at practices uh back in the spring ball you know fourth down third down play fourth down second down play third down um and all you know those type of situations and then you know two minute situations three minute situations four minute situations you know you got to be aware of these situations and how offenses or defenses are going to attack because uh of these situations and how they're going to play and so you know uh we lost five out of five of seven games that were uh, you know, really close scoring games, one score games, and you know, little mistakes here and there, you know, can have big uh, effects on the out, uh, outlook of the game. And so, you know, we've been having a lot of emphasis on finishing off the right way. You know, that fourth quarter we've had earlier this year, we had uh, shirts that had the fourth quarter on them, holding up that four. You know, when that mm-hmm. when that uh, zero uh, pops up in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, and everybody's holding that four up. You know. That's a it's a big deal, and you got to make sure you finish off that game strong, just as just as you started it. Yeah, because that's going to be the key. Because mm-hmm. you guys were in those games, so many of those games. That defensive front's going to be interesting. Uh, you got Ethan Downs, right? Ethan's going to be a, a, a master up front, and you got you. How? Just one or two other guys up front. I'm just curious about that defensive front, and and how 
how do they play you and how do they play downs? Did they do they rush you on the outside more? Or are you inside three? What you, like how do you play you and downs together? So how our defense works is really just like uh, they you go you're gonna play wherever. Like if if you we're not switching sides, you know that nobody's just just playing nose, nobody's just playing three technique. Everybody's playing everything, and so you know positionless defensive line. Yes, for sure. I mean we we got so everybody has to know everything. Like wow. you're not learning you're not learning one position on our D line. Like you, you're learning everything. So. You know how uh, in I some defense it had teams, to be different because you watch film and you're like I can't you can't pinpoint anything. Yeah, so uh, you know in some defenses you got field ends and boundary yeah. ends and you got the nose and the tackle, but in our defense everybody's playing everything and uh, you have to know every position on the D line and it's been really cool for me because I went from the edge and I learned you know defensive end position last season and then now that I moved interior I've learned the interior so I literally know what the whole D line is doing and so it, it's been really cool being able to even help new transfers on the edge. I've been help, been able to help them learn their plays or help them uh, with whatever they're doing in the play. And then, uh, you know, now I'm playing DT. So it's really fun to, you know, do defensive games with uh, def- uh, Ethan Downs or Reggie oh, yeah. Grimes. It, 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 it's going to be something for, something to watch for quite, sure. Quite a bit different than what Hawaii was doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Hawaii, we, at Hawaii we had, uh, you know, that field end and then the boundary end type of defense. So I think doing that kind of, limits uh what the defense can do and it puts the defense in you know hard situations because you got a guy that's playing on the field and then if the ball gets spotted weird and they have to switch to the boundary and all that we eliminate all of that by just having everybody play the same uh, which one do you like though which one's the one you go oh good that's where I'm going to be at right now because you said you just learned the interior side of things but you come from the edge and you know it's always a little bit more sexy to be playing off of the edge sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, it's definitely much, much more grimy in the inside. You know, you're getting those double teams, sometimes triple teams. And, I mean, I, I definitely like playing the uh, – I like being in a three on the third down, you know, and being able to rush. Uh, uh, you know, how watching like Aaron Donald and like Grady Jarrett, you know, defensive linemen like that, and how, you know, explosive and crazy they are with their hands and their motor. Uh, even like uh, – defensive ends they get in three techniques too sometimes like max crosby you know he plays all over the d-line and you know i i definitely say playing the three on like a third and long yeah uh, i'm excited for that defensive lineman from oklahoma jonah laulu hanging out with us so jonah how many years of eligibility do you have left so this is my last season i'm actually done after this season it's been a long time coming and uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm just really excited for this season man i've <laughs> Uh, it's it's been a long. Uh, when you say you played BYU in 2018, I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. the COVID season was real, man. It yeah. affected everybody. Everybody got that extra year. Yes, sir. It's been uh, a long trip. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Did you have sure. a redshirt year? Yeah, I redshirted that 2018 year. So uh, I don't think uh, I think I might have played like one punt return or two punt returns against BYU back in 2018. But uh, and then I played more on defense uh, when we played them again in the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, man, man, it was, you know, man, that was a long time ago looking back. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fun to watch you, and uh, it's going to be fun to have you in Provo. That BYU BYU offensive front, it's going to be a really good task for you. Can't wait to see all your family in the crowd be the Oklahoma fans that we see (laughs) stand up when we see Laulu make the tackle. There's a certain place where where the visitors sit. There's that wedge in the corner of of the stadium. When I look down there, during the game from the press box and you see about 90 people in one 
chunk of that, I'm going to be like, that, that's is, that is Jonas' team family yeah, right there. Dude. <laughs> Most of them are going to be my family. I love it. Without a doubt. I love it. Appreciate your time. Oh, thanks, thanks for you guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Jonah Lavalu, uh, nice enough to join us here on the program.